This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 152. Today, we're finishing up our three-part caring series, and we're going to talk about caring for each other. A little bit of a love fest going on here, but we do share some insights that you won't want to miss, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare, so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Hello, everyone. It is Michelle and Tracy, and we want to say hello from Lake Michigan to the Pacific Ocean. Hey, hey, here we are. (laughs) Back at it again. Happy to be here as always. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Number three, number three in a series. Oh, yes. We're doing, we're doing a series and we're finishing it today, folks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've been talking about being a thriving, resilient, unstoppable healthcare leader is all about caring. And we've been doing a three-part series on caring. And today we're going to wrap it up. We had the first was caring for self. The second was caring for others. And now today is about caring for each other. And, uh, you know, so if you haven't listened to the other two, go back and catch those. Um. They're, they're really good. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're awesome. So go listen somebody, to them. So right? many good go tips. There are. There are. And, and today is just going to be the crown on all of it, right? The crown jewel. Caring for the each crown jewel. Other. Yes, the crown jewel. <laughs> the icing on the cake. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> the dip to the chips, whatever you want to call it, right? <clears throat> That's what it's going to be. And... um You know, you might be thinking, okay, well, how is caring for each other different than caring for others? Actually, somebody asked us that. So we thought we should talk about that. Let's do. (laughs) Well, the whole idea really for this series came up in this particular episode came up because we were working with a group of healthcare leaders and we said like, how are you guys caring for each other? And they were like, looked at us like, huh? What did you say? <laughs> like, how are you caring for each other? Like, you know, I think, well, we never thought about that. Like, we haven't been doing that, right? Like, and so it was just kind of foreign to them. We thought, well, let's, this is a great thing to talk about on our podcast because maybe there's some others that are thinking that way too. And, and I think some of that may be, um, 
kind of a latent result of being in the pandemic yeah. and everybody being isolated and not being able to be right. together. And, you know, and so then you don't, you don't think about how you can come together or how you, even if you can't be together physically, you can still support each other. Right. right. And so, um, so, you know, it always, it's just always beneficial to have a strong peer support group, a friend group, kind of a cheering squad for you. A place where you can go and be your, you know, sometimes be your most vulnerable self. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you need, you know, have that that colleague or that certain friend that really you can, you know, confide in and will support you and be there for you and and do that for each other as groups as well. So important. So, so that's what we're going to talk about how to do that today, folks. Yeah. So we know that we all have heard the phrase or saying it's lonely at the top. And now you throw a pandemic and the different isolation that has happened on top of that. And it can be pretty lonely out there. We know people are feeling lonely. And the other thing that we've really noticed is that the new leaders are feeling lonely because they're kind of thrown in. Um, even before the pandemic, uh, new management roles in healthcare, new leader roles, it's it's like, here you go, <laughs> manage the unit, <laughs> manage the department. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a lot of stress and feeling isolated to navigate through anyway. Um, and so it's not uncommon for healthcare leaders to feel alone. And I love the fact that this is being differentiated, the caring for others and the caring for each other, because there is that difference. And the leaders that have been isolated from each other you know, in different ways because of the pandemic. They haven't had management team meetings. They haven't had leadership meetings. They haven't been face-to-face. And so we know it's been drastically reduced. I think it's starting to change again, mm-hmm. but there's still kind of this this time of not caring for each other that has happened that there's still a little bit of a hangover, I would say. So we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional to bring that back. Um, And another element that can keep leaders separated or isolated is fear. You know, fear from being judged, um, fear from being vulnerable. Because, you know, right now it's all about being the hero. It's all about being strong. And um, so there can be some fear associated with saying we need to care for each other and maybe to be the first one to kind of put your hand out that this is really important, especially for mm-hmm. newer leaders. I'm We're very sensitive to the newer leaders right now. Yeah. Well, or, and, you know, a lot of people are moving around within their organizations too. Yes. And so you may not be a new leader, but you might be a new leader in a new area. Yeah. Right. In a new division or a new, you know, um, care line. And so, you might be new to that whole area, right. right? Not necessarily a new leader. Still, you're like, you don't have your people, <laughs> right? Right, so right, right, right. That can make you feel isolated too, yep. right? And, you know, and I think what we're seeing, and if you're like many of the healthcare leaders we've been talking to, kind of been a little preoccupied with taking care of what's happening in your unit, right? Like, or on in your area of... um you know, governance or whatever it is, right? Like whatever areas you're over um, because there's been so many challenges with staffing and different mm. things, right? And so you just just trying to focus on your people, making sure they've got what they need, that the department's functioning, that, you know, your unit's functioning, whatever it is, you kind of get a little preoccupied with those kinds of things. And um, 
and just meeting the requirements of your role. That's your priority, right? And so you're not always prioritizing connections outside of that or with other people, or you may even pass up opportunities to be connected to other people because you're trying to just make sure you're, you know, you're focused on what you need to do and the priorities you have in your area. Um, and, and sometimes we operate from circumstance too. Mm-hmm. We say, well, you know, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't have time to connect with other people. I got lots of things to do. I'm not even leaving here till eight o'clock at night. <laughs> I don't have time to have coffee with somebody. Yep. Right. Um, and that, that circumstance that's living by what we call living by circumstance. That's a story. Um, and if it's not a priority, you won't make time for it, right? Right. So in today, in our podcast today, we want you to, you know, we're going to have you start asking some questions about how can you spend more time caring for each other as fellow leaders? And how can you care for each other just in your leadership teams, right? And really thinking about how can you deepen your relationships so you can care for each other as friends, Mm -hmm. as friends, right? As friends, not just coworkers, but as friends, people with a, a different level of relationship, meaningful relationship. Yeah. Well, first of all, we just want to acknowledge that we feel like we are so blessed that we've been friends for over 30 years and we've worked together for over 30 years. And we Mm -hmm. also have been blessed by being in environments and cultures where that was supported as well. So I guess, number one, we know it can happen. We know it can exist. Um, And we feel for people that have never experienced that. So the first thing is just know it's possible. It's absolutely possible. And I had to kind of just have a big, I just had a big smile on my face when when we planned and scheduled this series, and then we plot out, okay, when are, when is it going to show up on the airwaves? This particular episode, caring for each other, is airing on Best Friends Day, and you just need to know that was totally unintentional, or was it a coincidence? <laughs> For those of you who can't see her, she's winking. <laughs> uh, so what, 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 what a great day to have an episode about caring for each other to um, yeah. to show up. And it's also Best Friends Day. So yes. this is important. And I one of the things in our work that we've also uncovered when it comes to just employee engagement, and again, we do a lot of work on healthy work cultures, is Gallup... Um, they have an they have an engagement score, and one of their um, one of their statements is actually about do I have a best friend at work? And there was an article that Gallup published in 2018 about why we need best friends at work, and that just was like wow, that's something to really think about because there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that I have met through my healthcare leadership career that would not believe that. But here's a research-based engagement survey that's been around for a long time. And for 30 years, this this is something that they've studied. And they found that uh, a few things. One, employees want more from their job than just a paycheck. Hello. <laughs> we kind of it's kind of good when you love your work. <laughs> and yeah. you work in a great culture, right? So we know people want more than the money. Um, and even now with all of the money issues with health care and staffing, it's not sustainable. 
because we know in the end people want more than that. Um, and they also found that work friendships increase productivity and engagement. I mean, it feels great to work with a great team and have those connections um, and those friendships and you are more productive and you you want to show up for each other. You have each other's back. So there's a difference um, there's a difference that happens with that. And then the third one was that culture determines whether friendships can naturally develop and thrive. So there you have it. The culture is important. You have to cultivate yeah. a culture that really welcomes good partnerships, friendships, healthy relationships, so that it makes caring for each other easy. It's easy to care for yeah. each other. Well, I think there's a lot of, um, I think there's some limiting beliefs out there about relationships at yes, work. Yes, I agree. Right. That we've all, that many of us were in doctor and, you know, you can't, don't bring your personal life to work. Right maintain, you know, your uh, boundaries in your relationships at work. And so I think a lot of that is, um, you know, where people stray away from having friendships or having personal relationships. But you can have those and have boundaries. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you can have a healthy friendship relationship at work and still have the appropriate boundaries from a you know, when it, when you think about the hierarchical structure and the necessary things, right? To conduct business. You can have both. It's not an either or. Well, that's, that's the healthy part about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, right? they don't. They don't. There's a lot of people mm -hmm. that don't know that. So yeah, they don't know that. So there's a few things that we've learned about caring for each other over the years. And, um, out of that experience um, and just knowing that's how the dynamic balance effect framework kind of was birthed. It was like, how can we bring everything we've learned about um, being resilient, um, being healthy, having healthy boundaries, caring for each other and put it as part, a significant part of this framework. Um, and that is the dynamic balance effect framework. And when you apply it, it really helps to be that thriving, resilient, unstoppable leader. And so we help healthcare leaders combat burnout so they can make a difference. They can make it easier to care for themselves, care for others. And now the third one, care for each other. And so we'd like to share with you now um, how our pillars of mindful choices, polarity intelligence, and personal alignment, and some of their core elements help to inform how to care for each other. And um, whether just the two of us or whether it's been our experience or being with another group, how we've applied these. So there's a lot to pack in that's packed into the dynamic balance effect framework um, including the focus on relationships and how to up-level them, um, leveraging strengths. How do you leverage your strengths in order to care for each other? I mean, everything's connected. <laughs> and um, also, um, you know, your habits that you can bring to caring for each other as well. So there's a lot of different elements that we're going to share with you in our experience of caring for each other. So Tracy's going to kick us yeah. off by sharing some examples. Yeah. So I think one of the things it comes from our personal alignment um, pillar really is staying connected around shared purpose. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so, you know, many of us have a personal purpose, um, but we also have shared purpose within our work, even within our families, right? There's a shared purpose. And I think staying connected around that helps us care for each other and our, our, um, what we want together, what we collectively want to achieve and experience and, um, and what we bring to that, right? So when we stay connected around that, it really helps us to support each other and bringing our contributions, leveraging our strengths, as Michelle said, right? Being connected around that, um, is a way that we care for each other as well. Um, and I think the other thing is engaging in activities where you can really get to know each other, yeah. right? Like get to know each other's stories. And this is this is about healthy relationships too, which is in one of our, you know, which is in our pillar, uh, Mindful Choices. And it's, um, you know, when you really get to know somebody at a deeper level, right? Then the relationship changes. It's not transactional. It's actually transformational. And sometimes just learning somebody's story is a way of caring for them. And when you can understand them and where they've been and where they come from and how that's influenced their thinking today or their behaviors, right? Then that enables you to care for them in a very personal way, a very intentional way, a way that they will respond to, right? A way that's meaningful for them, not just based on your own assumptions. The other is community. And Michelle and I have been blessed to learn the lesson of the power of community and bringing like-minded people together that share a common purpose, that have, you know, common interests. And, um, and this is really, again, this is um, kind of represented in our polarity intelligence um, you know, pillar with the relationship and productivity polarity, because mm -hmm. it's about both, right? Mm -hmm. It's about really connecting the community to be both productive and in deep relationship with each other to achieve that shared purpose. And, um, and so I think, you know, having, and people are longing for that kind of connection and community right now. And that in community is when we can really care for each other. Yeah. Really get to know each other's needs. And just to build on what Tracy said that, you know, connecting with each other, um, it starts with knowing each other. And that is one of the most powerful ways to get to know each other is to really engage in meaningful dialogue, which is also part of our mindful choices pillar. And bring that intention, bring that safe place, bring the desire to really connect with someone at an inner being level. Like, who are you really? I'm not just looking at a body or someone physical, but really wanting to know that person that's sitting in front of you or across the table from you. And the other thing you can do is to be a gift giver and a gift receiver. So when you care for each other, we love to give gifts as a way. Giving gifts is a way of showing, hey, I care for you. And um, so we have gift closets. <laughs> and it's good to have a closet full of gifts, let me tell you, because when something comes up, you have a gift. And um, the other thing that I've learned through the years is that if I'm out shopping or I could be doing something, I don't know, I could be at a sports game or anything. If I see something and it reminds me of someone I really care about, I just buy it because I might not get back to the store or that store or this place or this restaurant when I think, oh, so-and-so would love this and I, I'm going to get him a gift card. So it's, it's about kind of filling up your, um, 
your gift closet <laughs> with different things so that when the, the opportunity arises, you have something to share. But it's also a polarity in that it's also important to receive gifts and caring for each other. It's not about giving. It's also about receiving gifts as well. And one of our coaches has um, a concept that we really have adopted. It's called surprise and delight, like really catch people they just had no idea you would think of doing something like that for them. So shout out to Patty Dominguez because we like to surprise and delight each other and we like to surprise and delight our clients as well. So it's a really powerful, fun, yet simple way to really show how much we care for each other. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I, I love what you say about the gifts and what struck me too is it's really about the intention and the gift yes. giving. You know, when you when when you give a gift that's thoughtful, mm-hmm. right? That you've really thought, oh, this reminds me of you, or this is this reflects you, or you know, it, it says so much more to a person, right? right? Like it's the intention behind the gift more than even the gift. I yeah. Think. <laughs> no, it is. You're exactly right. You're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well. Our call to action in this final episode of the three is to really, again, do a little bit more reflection on caring for each other Mm -hmm. at work. And in what ways have you experienced caring for each other? Like, just stop and pause. Who's cared for you recently? Or how have you cared for others, right? Like, how have you guys been been reciprocal in caring for each other, um, you know, in the last, I don't know, you know, maybe three, six months, just think about, you know, a certain time frame. Mm-hmm. And how has the pandemic impacted um, actions of caring for each other in your peer group, right? Have you been isolated from each other? Has it brought you closer together? I mean, that might be the case too. It's not always that you're isolated. It may have really strengthened um, your relationship if you have a good one. And, you know, you have been caring for each other. That's always a possibility as well. Um, and then just ask yourself to what's one relationship I can develop or strengthen at work that would be beneficial to me and the other person, right? So we can have a reciprocal relationship where we can care for each other and, and strengthen that relationship. Um, how can you prioritize time on your calendar mm-hmm. to be with fellow leaders and care for them? You know, again, caring for somebody can just be giving them your attention for five minutes, you know, being present with them. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a, a big sacrifice, right? Or doing something grandiose. It can be just the little things. Um, how could, you know, you as a, in a peer group, surprise and delight each other? Like, what might be some ways you could surprise and delight your peers? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think creatively. And then what connection habits can you create as a group, right? As a peer group, as a group of colleagues in your organization? Like, you know, I think we worked with one group and they were, um, they were, they had a meeting, a certain meeting that they all attended every week. And they decided after that meeting, they would spend, they'd go and get a cup of coffee or hot chocolate, spend five, you know, just five, 10 minutes, just connecting with each other, right? Checking in with each other. What do you need? Is there anything I can do to support you? And just connecting with each other at the human, at the human level, Mm -hmm, right? Not just mm -hmm. as at the work level. And then um, how can you learn what support looks like for each other? Because support is different. What one person feels is supportive, somebody else may not. So, you know, how can you learn what others need and what they, um, what they believe is helpful or supportive? Right. So we have a question for you. 
wouldn't it be better to create a caring for each other philosophy or strategy in your life um, rather than just working at a demanding job and always on the go and then end up feeling lonely? So it's a worthwhile philosophy to think about. And if you don't, what can happen is you can just, you can become disconnected from pe- from your peers, from your colleagues that you work with. And it could be like insidious, like it doesn't happen overnight, but it can happen over time. And all of a sudden you're disconnected. Um, you can feel alone, really alone in your work, alone in your world, um, and become totally unaware of significant things that are happening in the people's lives that you work with or the lives of family members that maybe you have become disconnected with because you just, you haven't been caring for each other. So I didn't even know that was going on in your life. Maybe you've had that happen. <laughs> or, yeah. or you could just have regrets that you lost opportunities because of that disconnection as well. So it's really important to think about sort of what's at risk here if we don't care for each other. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well make the most of the time that you have with the people that you're yes. with. Yes. Yeah. Right? That you share that purpose with that and just be intentional around, you know, creating that environment, creating that circle of support, the caring for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it just feels so good to be connected with other people that matter to you, right? And your peers matter to you. You're all have, again, have that shared purpose, right? Um, you're connected around something that's bigger than any one of, of you. And I think too, it, you know, give and receive cards and calls and texts and like nothing lights your day up and you get a little thank you note, right? Or somebody just, you know, drop, drops, puts a little post-it on your computer thinking of you today, you know, just any little thing, like it just lights you up. It feels so good to be in an environment like that where you're you're surprising each other and just giving little gifts to each other and lifting each other up, right? Surprising and delighting and connecting around the things that matter most. And, you know, that that's what makes you want to go to work every day. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, in addition to know that you're making a difference in the lives of many people, it's just being in that environment. Like Michelle said, we've been so blessed to work in environments like that to and to help co-create them mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just... Pause and close your eyes for a minute. If you don't do this, if you're driving, of course, or, or operating heavy machinery while you're listening to us, but but you know, just pause and and imagine, like imagine walking into an environment like that every day. Imagine, you know, um, connecting with the, your your people, right? Feeling like you've got this strong support group, like you know, um, experiencing that surprise and delight and, and the respect that you've cultivated with each other. And, you know, it's just, um, it's phenomenal. So just paint yourself a little picture of that and, and then go make it happen. There you go. <laughs> Easy peasy. <laughs> Sure. Well, you can have it if you want it. Yeah. So we're going to leave you with one of our favorite quotes. Of course, healthy relationships is one of the cornerstones of our mindful choices. And it's also critical for polarity intelligence, healthy relationships, which is so connected to caring for each other. So we're going to leave you with a quote by Meg Wheatley. And she says, relationships are all there is. Everything in the universe only exists because it is in relationship to everything else. Nothing exists in isolation. We have to stop pretending we are individuals that can go it alone. And um, 
we need each other. We need each other in our families as friends. We need each other in our work environments. And we know that thriving, resilient, unstoppable leaders, they know they can't go it alone. They know they need support and also that they need to care for each other. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. important. Yes, we are. I love you, Tracy. <laughs> I love you, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) It's so important. It is. So, so important to take care of each other. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and listening again today. And, um, you know, to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, we just appreciate you. You're so grateful for all of our listeners. And this is the conclusion of our caring series. That was episode 150, 151, and 152. So if you are uh, haven't listened to the other ones, please go listen to them. You'll find them very helpful and informative and lots of tips. And just know that. We care for you, mm-hmm. our listeners, our faithful listeners, and even our new listeners. <laughs> yeah, to be faithful. <laughs> we care for you we too, do. right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're new to our show, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and, you know, share, share our podcast with a friend or a colleague that you think would get a lot out of it. Um, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and kind of Get some eyeballs on yes, us, right? Like, yeah. 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 Send, send, send a YouTube us. link to a friend and surprise and delight them. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought about you when I, when I uh, listened to this. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Stay safe, stay healthy, and take care of yes, each other. Yes, care for each other. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.